0: Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: I'm join, I'm joined by the hardest working man and probably the best looking man on the internet, Fabrizio Romano. Guess what? Kego Lazzo begins right now. Welcome along everybody, Ian Joy alongside the greatest, the one and only Fabrizio Romano. Fabrizio, how are you doing?
2: Hi my friend, all good, all good, thank you. Always a pleasure to be together and to speak some transfers, football, many things happening.
1: Yeah, it's, it's been a crazy weekend, though. I mean, some crazy results. Obviously, the Champions League caught us by surprise as well. What did, what did your weekend look like? I mean, were you sitting watching games? Are you just communicating on always. your phone? Do you take a break? I mean, what's your weekend like?
2: No, no, break is not for me. Break is not for me. It's, uh, it's always with football. <laughs> and with the crazy Serie A weekend, let me mention, because here in Italy, we are absolutely shocked with what happened. It was like 70 years with since Inter Juventus, Similán Milan and Roma lost in the same uh, in the same days. Incredible. It's really incredible what happened in Serie A. I think a very good weekend for Real Madrid. Again, what they are doing is really special. And so, a fantastic uh, weekend of football and also with some news because Chelsea will have a new director and this is a really important point to understand how it will change the project, how they will rebuild with Todd who is really trying to to change everything at Chelsea. And so, really really interesting weekend.
1: Well, I think your motto is pretty much the same as mine, Fabrizio. We will sleep when we die. So I live <laughs> yes. by that. I appreciate it. I love to have you with me. Um, so please make sure if you're joining us, we want to thank everybody else for joining us as well. It's awesome to have you. Please make sure you like and subscribe. If you want to join the conversation, Fabrizio Romano is here with us. So please throw a question in there, throw a comment in there, join in the conversation. As uh, Fabrizio just mentioned, there's a lot to discuss today, but we're going to start with Atletico Madrid, Fabrizio. I mean, the situation with Antoine Green Gris- has been pretty much made clear. Everyone's trying to figure out what's happening with his contract situation, with the transfer situation, the time being restricted. I mean, it seems to be getting out of control. What exactly is going on with his contract situation and why he has been restricted in minutes? It's
2: a crazy situation because um, there is this agreement uh, between Barcelona and Atletico Madrid for a two year loan. Uh, this is the second season, of course. And into this agreement, uh, there is a mandatory close, a mandatory option for Atletico Madrid to sign Antoine Griezmann on permanent deal in summer 2023 in case he's going to play the 50% of the minutes of the games where he's available. So this is the agreement between Barcelona and Atletico Madrid. But what's the point? Bank uh, this deal on a one-year loan and then the second year was an option. Activated by Atlético Madrid, what Barcelona wanted is the payment of the 40 million euros close because on the first season Antoine Griezmann played the 81% of the minutes in the games where he was available. So they wanted the money guaranteed. But at the same point, Atlético Madrid say no way because we have to count also the second season, the second year loan. This is this season, and this is why Antoine Griezmann is almost always entering at the minute 60, a part of yesterday game in the in the derby with uh, with Real Madrid. So there is a big fight between Atletico Madrid and Barcelona. Barcelona want the 40 million euros. Atletico Madrid insisting that they don't have to pay because they can still manage the situation to be open until the end of the season, counting this second season loan. So everything is really complicated between the two clubs. They are now in direct contact, as the Atletico Madrid president Enrique Tereso said a few days ago. They are discussing, but there is still no agreement because what could be the point? It could be for uh, Barcelona to lower the price and maybe fund mm-hmm. an agreement with Atletico Madrid for something less than €40 million, euros, so around 20 million. But at the moment, there is still no agreement between clubs. Uh, the two clubs are in contact to find a solution. I think this is the best way for uh, all the parties involved in this story, for Atletico Madrid, for Simeone, who is in a difficult situation with the player, for the player himself, because he's a top player and it's not easy to play with this kind of situation around him, and for Barcelona, because they would have some guaranteed money without waiting until the end of the season and having a dangerous situation around Griezmann. So, really particular story, but at the moment, still no agreement. They are in contact, they are discussing, but still no agreement.
1: It's great to hear you actually open it up and clarify it because there's a lot of things being said out there. And I'll give you my point of view a little bit, Fabrizio, as well. As a former player, whenever I went into a contract negotiation, I always made sure my agent or the club knew that there should be no restriction on minutes played or being on the bench. Sure, if you want to throw a bonus in for getting on for two minutes, that's fine. But there shouldn't be a restriction in transfers. So who makes this restriction? Is this the agent? I mean, is this type of deal normal when it comes to loan deals? You know what happens? That
2: sometimes in the transfer market, you can have good clubs, good strategy. I always mention Man City, they are never on deadline day signing look at them. They're always relaxed on deadline day. Uh, German clubs is the same. Uh, Liverpool are always pretty good with their strategy. And then there are clubs that are really Uh, in a, let's say that the strategy is really confused, let's say like this, that sometimes they arrive on deadline day and they have to be fast they have to complete everything in 24 hours, in 48 hours, on the final week, so everything is complicated because of the time the time is another factor in the transfer market and this Griezmann story was really complicated between Barca and Atletico also because of the time, they had to be fast, we know how the situation in Barcelona was not easy last summer with the salaries and the salary of Antoine Griezmann is a really huge one, so they needed to clarify it as soon as possible, so it was a really complicated story they had to be fast and in this story I think we had this kind of clauses for uh, mm-hmm. for Griezmann and this is what made it complicated but transfer market is not always so so regular especially for Barcelona if you look Barcelona are always always involved in a deadline story always so this is what happened with Griezmann but I hope for the player they will find a solution because it's not easy also for him and for Simeone to have this kind of, of story around Griezmann
1: Well, that's a great point you touch upon there, Simeone. I can't imagine being the person who has to go to Diego Simeone and say, hey, you know what? You Probably one of your best players. We're not going to be able to play him for the majority of the game. So you're tactically going to have to change things. Remember that magician that we put in your team? You can't play him. I mean, is this something that's coming down from executives saying to Simeone, hey, you can't play him? Yes. Yes,
2: yes. This is the case. This is the case. This is the case because for Atletico Madrid, it's important to, to make sure that they can manage the Griezmann situation on a financial point of view because I mentioned his salary, but also paying €40 million euros is a big fee for, uh, for Griezmann. And with the financial fair play, Atletico Madrid have to be really careful. This is why, for example, this summer, they were offered the chance to sign Cristiano Ronaldo and they were not able to proceed because of the financial fair play, because of the salary. So Atletico Madrid have to be really careful. And so they had to say to, to Diego Simeone, this is the situation with Griezmann. Try to manage it in the best way till we find an agreement with Barcelona or maybe at the end of the season we will see what happens.
1: Yeah, Ian enjoy with Fabrizio Romano right now, our genius expert in all things transfers. And sometimes the contract situations just get so crazy. Rafa, Rafa Cardenas just mentioned right there in the comment section that he finds it insane that Atleti are putting their best player on the bench. I think we all find this insane yes. as well. Fabrizio. let me get your opinion on the derby itself the game did take place it was a pretty awesome game obviously real madrid with their uh, celebrations the dancing celebration we wanted to see they won the derby what was your overall thought in the game you think the best team won yes i think yes and i think
2: real madrid are doing something special in general i think it's really underrated sometimes what real madrid are doing but again this summer no backup option for karim benzema benzema injured no problem at all. Uh, Casemiro joins Manchester United. No new midfielder for Real Madrid. Of course, they signed Chouameni, but it was different plan because they wanted Chouameni to be a backup option, not a starter. No problem at all. And so what they're doing, what Carlo Ancelotti is doing is really special. They won all the games in this beginning of the season. The approach they have, they're always ready to fight when you need to fight. They're ready to put some quality when they need quality. They have players that are like machines, what Vinicius Jr. is doing, but also many other players, Militao. I think it's impressive how they had the approach to to this derby. It was a really tense derby because of the Vinicius story we had for the whole week in Spain discussing about these uh, statements around Vinicius, his dance, and so it was not an easy game to play at Wanda Metropolitan especially, it was not the Bernabeu where you had your fans with you, but the Wanda Metropolitano is always complicated with Atletico fans, with this Atletico Madrid energy uh, is is always complicated and they've been great again, so I think yes, they deserve to win but um, Carlo Ancelotti in my opinion is is a genius, is really a genius because what he's doing also on a physical point of view how they are always reacting to the injuries they're always ready with other players coming on and showing how good they are, so I think Real Madrid are incredible really
1: yeah, I'm with you, Fabrizio. I thought the game was fun to watch and, and you mentioned incredible, but it's also the youth that Real Madrid have going forward, how exciting they are. And some of the stories, obviously, with this group being together after what happened with Vinny Jr. Outstanding to see them stick together. Outstanding to see those goal celebrations when they're all dancing with one another. And I think the footballing world was standing behind Vinny Jr. very well indeed. Is he yeah. enjoy with Fabrizio Romano and kego lot? so we're gonna take a quick break, but when we return, we'll take a closer
3: dive. And- did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands.
4: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
1: Oh, Welcome back to Lot. So It's Ian Joy with Fabrizio Romano with you. We're discussing all things transfers. We're getting a deeper dive into Serie A right now. Um, I want to discuss with you, Fabrizio, what's happening at Juventus Football Club. Obviously, as you mentioned at the top of the show, it's been a crazy crazy weekend of results in Italy and Serie A. And it really is the league to watch right now because the competition is so hot, but it's hard to escape what's happening at Juventus right now. Um, No wins in 5-0 competition for Allegri. The pressure seems to be mounting on him. Why is Allegri still in charge of Juve right now?
2: Honestly, I think just because of his contract, because the results are terrible. But it's not just about the results. It's about how they play. You can't see an idea. You can't see the system. They are changing many players. They are changing many ideas. They are changing many systems because they sometimes start with a three-back defense. Sometimes they start with a four-back defense. Sometimes they play with wingers. Sometimes with two strikers like Milik and Blauvic. They always change. There is a lot of confusion. Uh, Also, the players are not happy with the whole situation around the the team, around the the board too. So it's a really complicated situation. But Allegri Mm is staying because of the contract. He has four more years contract with Juventus. And it's for 9 million euros net per season, add-ons included, but 9 million euros net per season is a really important salary for for an Italian manager, you know, because maybe in the Premier League or, for example, Simeone in La Liga, is more normal to have this kind of salary. But in Italy, is not normal to be on a €9 million Euros, uh, salary per season. Four-year deal is really crazy to have that kind of long-term deal uh, with a manager in Serie A, not just in Serie A, because now around Europe, we see that they are always doing short-term contracts, two-year, two-year with an option, but never four-year deal. And they already spent the season, so it was a five-year project. And yesterday, yeah. the CEO of Juventus, Arriva Bene, said before the game, before losing to Monza, never won a single Serie A game in their history. It's the first time in the history for Monza and they won the first Serie A game with the new manager on his first Serie A game too against Juventus imagine how crazy that is and Juventus Oriva said for us is crazy to think about Allegri being fired because at the moment we are we have a project with him but the reality is the contract
1: I saw you breaking the news about the contract and the CEO, Oliver Benny, mentioning the four-year project. I mean, I guess the question I would have to ask would be, why would you give him such a long-term contract with such a big salary? And what exactly is this four-year project for Juventus? Is it about Serie A domination? Is it about domination in European success? Or is it a business project that they have where they want to make money? No, they wanted to,
2: to dominate in Serie A, honestly. Then in Champions League, they know how complicated it is, but they wanted to be back dominating in Serie A. Let's remind that they want uh, nine titles in a row. It was incredible what they did in Serie A for many, many years. Then it was complicated in the last two, three years, but they wanted to be back dominating in, in Serie A with Allegri. Why that kind of contract? Because Massimiliano Allegri was one step away from joining Real Madrid. He was one step away from joining Real Madrid. He was really, really close. He was the man for Real Madrid before they decided to go for for Carlo Ancelotti. And Juventus, to tempt Massimiliano Allegri, offered this kind of huge contract with huge salary. And so he said, OK, I'm returning at Juventus and turning down Real Madrid. But Allegri turned down Real Madrid after Zinedine Zidane. So imagine how crazy is football. And they won everything with Carlo Ancelotti. So sometimes football is, is really mad, but... This is why, because they had to tempt him with a really important contract. Otherwise, Allegri was going to general Madrid.
1: I want to discuss a little bit about Inter Milan in just a moment, but let's stick on Juventus with this four-year project. Um, how do they get out of this situation, Fabrizio? I mean, obviously, we recognize that they have a very good squad. They have dealt with a lot of injuries right now, which is unfortunate for them. But how do you personally think Juve get things back on track again? I mean, the business project and the plan that they've had, this four-year project is obviously one that they want to have complete domination of Serie A. So do they need to make more transfers? Do you see them active in the winter transfer window? Or do you think that they've just got to get the players that they have playing the best possible way?
2: I think they need some kind of young player, also, you know, because this summer they spent a lot of money on kind of old players it's it's not nice to say old but Angel Di Maria is a fantastic player but we already saw Angel Di Maria at his best level and same with Paul Pogba he was fantastic with Juventus when he was a young player but now it's completely different a lot of injuries so these are fantastic champions fantastic players true stars but with many injuries with many problems and so you need also some young player to, to rebuild your, your project. And so this is why I think they need to be uh, more smart in the future with the, with the transfers, because this window was not great. They signed Bremer, who is a very good player, and then the injuries. You mentioned they have too many injuries. This is not normal to have more than 11, 12 players injured at the same moment, and we are at the beginning of the season before the World Cup. This is not normal to have that kind of number of, of, of injuries. So they need to clarify something with the injuries. They need players back, because honestly, when you have Chesney Kiesa Pogba, many players of top level out is really complicated. But I'm sure that when these players will be back, they will have the chance to be back on track and winning games because this is not Juventus, absolutely.
1: I agree with you, Fabrizio. But let me just throw this one at you. It's not an easy one for you to answer. Let's just say Juventus miss out on a Champions League spot in Serie A this campaign. Do they fire Allegri?
2: I think yes. Yes. I think he's with this league situation because in the Champions League group, they have zero points after two games and so they're real danger so I think yes if, if they will miss on the on the Champions League positions at the end of Serie A I think yes
1: alright let's turn our attention
2: it's also a reason, eh? reason I mean tell us, tell us I
1: want to get into no, it no, no, because, no, because it's, it's interesting to me
2: if you if you miss on Champions League in Serie A you're going to lose a lot of money it's like 45-50 million euros so it's a disaster for Juventus so uh, I think they, they would need to change but at the moment they're still with Allegri but in that case I think everything will be completely different
1: Yeah, it's amazing to think that everything kind of comes down to money at the end of the day, but this is a business, and this is what Juventus are. It's a a club in deep history of winning and having success, and I can only imagine if they struggle to make that Champions League slot the fans' pressure will mount even more. And you're already starting to see the fans being unhappy. Let's talk about Inter Milan for a quick minute. It's an interesting situation, as you mentioned. They were beaten heavily at the weekend by Udinese, who obviously went top of the table for a split second. But Inter Milan, they've sort of struggled. Obviously, Lulukaku's come over. He's not been healthy. It's been difficult getting him healthy. What's going on with Simeone there at Inter? Surely he's starting to feel some pressure.
2: Yes, I think Simone Inzaghi, honestly, is, is really in a difficult situation at Inter. In, it's kind of similar to Juventus. They have a big difference that Juventus, uh, you can't feel something clear on the system because, as I mentioned before, they always change the system, the players. Inter have a very clear system. They play with this 3 5 2, thanks to Antonio Conte, with the very clear ideas, but they yeah. have some problems with the players. They have some players with the players, some problems with the approach. The approach in Udine was really poor. They already have uh, four games lost in Serie A. Uh, Sorry, four games in the World season. One in Champions League and three in Serie A. So this is not possible when you are inter. The squad is very good. Uh, The players are very good. As you mentioned, they have Lukaku injured. He will be back right after the international break. But this can be the only excuse. Uh, it's about the approach. It's about the mentality. So my feeling is that it's a really complicated situation with the manager. He's doing something that is really crazy sometimes. For example, yesterday in the Udinese game, uh, he replaced Bastoni and and two really important players for Inter, just because they got a yellow card. And this is not normal at the minute 28 of the first half. And you're having a draw with Udinese. So it's, the game is absolutely open. So he's in confusion, I think. He needs this international break to clarify something with the player, to have Romero Lukaku back. And then we have to see what happens in Champions League. Because for Inter, this Champions League double clash with Barcelona will be really, really important. They have Barcelona and San Siro, and then Camp Nou right after. And in 10 days, they will decide their, the whole season, I think, because it's about the Champions League. They have the Roma game uh, at San Siro. that is really important for them for Serie A. So really complicated moment. At the moment, Inzaghi is not at risk. It's the same like Allegri. So both of them are not in danger as of now. But I think in one month, it will be clear for both Allegri and Inzaghi to see what happens.
1: Let me ask you a personal question, Fabrizio, because I know for a fact that agents play a big part and, of course, players play a big part in spreading rumors. And when players are unhappy, as you mentioned, the story, obviously, with making two quick substitutions in the first half there, nobody likes that. No player likes that. Obviously, you've seen the reaction from Bastoni immediately. Um, I want to know, is there ever a, a situation where a player would maybe contact you or an agent would contact you and say, let's let's start spreading a rumour just because this player's unhappy. I mean, he's clearly pissed off and and we want rumours out there to make sure that the club respect him a little more.
2: I, I always like to see the truth and the truth is yes, <laughs> it happens. Not with interplayers, honestly, not with Italian players. It's not so yeah. Italian, but around Europe, yes, around Europe, yes. It happens that when they're not happy, they say, okay, we start working, we start approaching the clubs. Uh, around europe to say okay are you interested in the player and everything and we want the news out so it's not just to be respected but because they want to send sometimes the agents want to send a message to the player to show to the player that they are already working to find a solution you know it's also important for the agent to to show to the player that they are working on it so it happens yes
1: I can only imagine what it's like when you're sitting watching games. You know what's coming. The agent starts <laughs> yes. to reach out to you. I appreciate your honesty as always, Fabrizio, yes. because that's very important when we're discussing situations like this. I've been there as a player and uh, trying to put, you know, little stories into the media <laughs> to help the transfer. It's always an interest. It's important. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, I would love to at some point when the transfer windows open, just obviously sit with you and watch you be the master at work because I can only <laughs> imagine you. what people are throwing to you. All right, let's turn our attention to the English Premier League. I know a lot of fans out there want to hear from you. It's Ian Joy and Fabrizio Romano. You're watching Lazzo. So please make sure you share a comment. If you've got a question for Fabrizio as well, drop it in the comments. I want to hear from you, so it's important. Make sure you like and subscribe as well because Fabrizio is a regular with us. He will always bring us the best information. And as we turn our attention to Chelsea Football Club. He tweeted yesterday that Chelsea are set to reach an agreement and personal terms with Christoph Freund to become their director of football. And what more can you tell us about that deal?
2: Yes, it's almost done. It will be completed, I think, this week already. They are discussing with Red Bull Salzburg to get it signed as soon as possible, but Freund has already informed Red Bull Salzburg of his agreement with with Chelsea. It was not easy for him because he's always been more than respectful with Salzburg. He loves the project. He loves the Red Bull group and what they're building. Uh, So it was not easy. He already received many proposals from Premier League, from Bundesliga in the last two, three years, and he always wanted to stay. But at this point to work at Chelsea with a new project, Lord project, with a manager like Graham Potter, who is really happy to have a director like Freund to work together behind the scenes and rebuild Chelsea. So it was a big opportunity. He has accepted. Everything will be completed very soon, but, but it's done. Really interesting appointment for Chelsea. I'm not surprised, honestly, because Freund is very good with young players, with talents, with making profit with players. Imagine that he did more than 500 million euros profit with players trading in the last few years with Salzburg. It's really impressive what uh, what he did and what kind of players they trusted at Salzburg tend to to his work and the world board work. But I can mention Erling Haaland when they signed him from Molde. I can mention Mane. I can mention uh, I can mention Upamecano, many players, important players that they signed and then they sold at the right moment. So, very smart director, uh, young guy with very clear ideas, very good with data. And this is really important for Todd So, I think a very smart appointment for Chelsea. It will be official soon. And uh, a very interesting structure now with Potter, with Todd who will always be there, and with Frye as director.
1: We'll get deep into it in a minute with Chelsea Football Club, but why would Red Bull allow this to happen for Bidzo? Because clearly, as you mentioned, some of the names there, these are young players who have come through the conveyor belt of talent at Red Bull Salzburg. They've either gone on to Leipzig and played Champions League football or been sold for big, big money elsewhere. Why would Red Bull allow an important piece like Christoph Freund to leave and go to a Chelsea? It doesn't make any sense to me.
2: Yes, but at some point they know that he, he really turned down many opportunities. Huh? Many opportunities because he wanted to stay, he wanted to continue the project. But then when it's about Chelsea and this kind of project where he will have real power to decide. This is really important for Frank to to have the power to decide many things into the club and into the transfer strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he asked them to go and they know that when a director wants to go, when they make a decision, you you can't you can't change the situation. So they tried there, eh? they tried to discuss with him, to tempt him to stay to to improve the situation around him, to improve the contract, the salary, but it was not about the contract. He wanted something new, he wanted a new a new chapter, and it was almost impossible for them to, to change his mind.
1: Mm-hmm. Matt Osmond's just dropped a comment and asking, you know, is there any information on which players he can help in the squad and which players might be in danger because of this appointment of Christoph Roy? And good question from Matt Osmond right there.
2: Yes, honestly, Matt, I would like to you if I say some names because he's not at Chelsea yet. So I, I don't know what he's going to do at Chelsea. But what I'm sure is that uh, he's going to work on young players for present and future. This is the right direction. This is the vision for Chelsea. They already signed many important talents this summer right? because they signed uh, Gagas Lonina. They signed uh, Cesare Casadei from Inter. Many young players around Europe to, for the future of the club. Uh, with front, they will continue. But about players in danger, keep an eye on the players out of contract next summer. Golo Kante, Jorginho, they have many situations to clarify internally at Chelsea, especially these two players. And so this is really important to uh, to see what happens with, uh, with Kante and Jorginho because the midfield rebuild will be one of the missions for, uh, for Freud.
1: How long do you expect him to sign a contract for? It's another great question dropping into the comments right now.
2: I think it will be a long one. It will be a long-term contract, so similar as Potter, four or five years. Because when you start a project with the director and with the manager, usually it's still with the, it's always with the, with the same contract. So it will be a long-term deal.
1: Yeah, Fabrizio, you know, whenever you start a project like this and you bring in a director of football that's had tremendous success like he has had, Christoph Freund, you could tell that Todd Boley wants a bigger picture. It's not just about Chelsea Football Club that maybe he's making this appointment. He's also mentioned, you know, following the Red Bull system or the City Football Group system where we may see multiple football clubs being bought by Todd Boley and his investment group. Is this the biggest piece in the puzzle, the first step in the puzzle for Chelsea and their long-term plans, making sure that they've got Christoph Forind in place, they can start signing these young players and start to really make some money on these big-time players?
2: Yes, I think yes, Then this is a very good question, and I'm 100% 100% convinced that this is the direction, this is the vision for, for Chelsea to try to build something like this. As you mentioned, Friend is very good with this kind of approach, is very good with young talents, but they already started this process this summer. They signed many players, young players, born in 2003, 2002, 2004 in some cases, so they spent real big money on these players. Also, Carney from Aston Villa is a fantastic talent. As Milan wanted him and they signed him for £20 million pounds in one afternoon. After two meetings, they decided to invest him in, in immediately. So, the direction is already clear to have other other clubs uh, to try to build kind of system like the City Football Group or, uh, or the Red Bull Group is a mission for Chelsea. It's never easy in football, we have to mention, so he needs some time because now he's rebuilding Chelsea, there is a new manager. Chelsea fans, of course, want Chelsea to win as soon as possible. You can't wait two, three, four years at Chelsea. You need to, to win immediately, but I'm sure that Totbole Vision is with Freund and with many other people into the club to have something like that, to have a group and to make Chelsea really great in the next few years.
1: Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, I spent a bit of time with Ferran Soriano, obviously a part of City Football Group, and and what they have done at City has been incredible. And he talked yes. about all of the clubs that they have bought and purchased. And you know, when I was speaking to him, they just bought another club. That was not too long ago. <laughs> Do you think it will be long before we see Todd Boley announce that he is purchasing another football club to add to the Chelsea system?
2: Not so long, I think. Not so long. Maybe it will take some months, of course, maybe it will be 2023, but but not so long. This is this is his vision. So I think it's something that that could happen soon. I don't know how soon, but it's something that he has in mind. So this will be this will be the mission. And let me say that I agree 100 percent with you on on Ferran Soriano, Chiki Begiristan. What they are doing for the City Football Group is incredible. It's really really incredible, and they are really smart. They are really good. What they do, I always mention Julian as Al- a club. You can be good in this kind of strategy. Julian Alvarez was fantastic for every play. He had the release clause, and many top European clubs were looking for a striker, but they were waiting on Julian Alvarez. They decided to invest on him. It was around 17, 18 million euros, and look at him now—already great with Manchester City. And if you want his value right now, it could be around 50, 60 million. And he played two, three games with Man City. This is when you have the strategy when you are smart with the wall group and with people taking charge of the of the group.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. Ian Joy with Fabrizio Romano. You're watching Cake a lot. So we're about to wrap up another awesome show with Fabrizio. Yesterday, you broke the news that Brighton found their man in Roberto De Zerbi. Um, I guess the question would be uh, details of the contract. And is he happy De Zerbi to be taken on this deal?
2: Yes, four-year deal for Roberto De Zerbi at Brighton. Really interesting appointment, let me say, because um, this manager in Italy, we know how special he is because what he did with Sassuolo is impressive Uh, with young players, trusting young players. Many players have been sold to Inter, Juventus, Milan. So many of the players you saw in the Italy squad last uh, summer to to win the, uh, the Euros was also thanks to Roberto Rezzerbi, who did an incredible job with many of them. And now, big opportunity for him. He was very good at Shakhtar too, then it was a complicated situation in Ukraine, so he decided to, to try something different. But now, with Premier League chance at Brighton, I think is the perfect place for him. They trust young players. He's very good with talents. Uh, he has very clear ideas, always playing with his a uh, 433 system uh, with the wingers to have a lot of quality a lot of skills so i'm sure this is the perfect project for him he's really attracted he was really attracted by the premier league since long time because he always wanted to try this premier league experience i so i think it's a really smart appointment my brighton
1: yeah it looks like a smart decision and i love to hear your thoughts and your opinions on this manager did he have any other options though before he decided to go to brighton
2: yes He had other options in Premier League, other options around Europe, in other countries. So many clubs approached the Zerb in the last two, three months. We had rumours about Inter and Juventus because we mentioned Allegri and Inzaghi uh, being in danger, but it was never close uh, because Italian clubs are really worried when it's a manager who was not working in a top club before you know and i think sometimes it's not so smart you need to trust good managers it doesn't matter about uh, where he worked before and roberto rezerbi was fantastic at Swallow, was very good at Shakhtar, and i think he's a very a very good one for uh, for brighton because the ideas are really similar what roberto rezerbi thinks of the project is absolutely what they want and so very smart appointment
1: Fabrizio, it's safe to say that when me and you get together, we could sit and talk football for hours and hours and hours. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you. I hope you have a relaxing international break. What are your plans over the next week or two while there's no club football?
2: it's always, by um, calling people, meeting with people is always important. You know, it's easy during the summer to have news if you invest on your friends and on your relationships now, in September, in October, to meet with people, to call people, to be in touch is really always important. So I will try to relax a bit, but never turning my phone off because I always need to be in contact with people.
1: Well, we appreciate you. We appreciate the hard work you put out there. You are simply the best, Fabrizio Romano. Thank you so much for joining us today. And a big thank you to everyone out there for listening to Keiko Lazzo. Please make sure you take a minute to leave us a rating and a review on your favorite podcast platform. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere you listen to your podcast. We are also available as video. So subscribe to us on YouTube. Visit YouTube, of course. Thank you so much for watching. Ian Joy, Fabrizio Romano, Keiko We'll see you next time.
4: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.